This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 264. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome, welcome. This is the podcast where we talk about all things veterinary medicine, self-development, and mental health. Today, I want to talk to you about picking yourself up after a failure. There are so many opportunities to fail in life, so we have to become good at picking ourselves back up in order to push towards those things that we want to achieve. Many of us will go to great lengths to avoid failing, but in veterinary medicine, as in life, failure is a part of the experience, unless you choose to live in a cave and never come out. I've been running across many social media posts in the past week or so, and I see that many young veterinary hopefuls are getting results that are either thrilling them or devastating them. The NAVALI results have been coming out, I understand, and the veterinary school admission letters have also been arriving. So many people are getting accepted and passing their boards, but there are also some that did not pass or that did not get accepted into veterinary school. When bad things happen, we can feel like a failure. Not that we experienced a failure, there is a difference. We're not a failure when failure happens to us, but it never feels as if that difference exists. So whether it's a big disappointment or a small one, learning to overcome failure and soldier on is a skill that we can all learn. While we work in veterinary medicine, we also experience many things that feel like failure, right? Even if they're not our own fault. Things happen, clients get angry, patients don't do well or the way we expected them to do, and we can feel like a failure. Failure causes very painful emotions. You may feel hopeless, depressed, alone, left behind, anxious about your future, jealous of others that got what you wanted, and intensely sad even. You're grieving. So when big things happen, expect to go through some painful feelings and grief. It's normal. It's natural for all of us. What we need to do is process those emotions and feel them in order to gain some perspective and overcome the failure and then go on, carry on. And so that's why I entitled this podcast, Picking Yourself Up and Moving On. I know this experience well. I've been in veterinary medicine a long time, and the longer you work in vet med, the longer you live, the more often you'll get to experience disappointment and failure. And that sounds pretty terrible, I know, but the good news is that the longer you're around, the better you can get at overcoming these disappointments and creating your own success. There's no level of success that does not come with failure. It's the pathway that you need to navigate in order to get what you want in life. So if you find yourself thinking that you are a failure, let me help you rephrase that thought. Instead of, I am a failure, it's better to think, I have experienced a failure. Less personal, less negative, and it leaves the door open for a second and third chance. 
and new thoughts. If you label yourself a failure, it sounds very final. And why would you even want to try again when you're thinking that way? If you experience a failure, it can be thought of as an experience or a stepping stone to the rest of your dreams. I share my story in my book, Love Your Veterinary Life on Amazon. Please go check it out. And if you haven't read it already, let me know when you do. My story, my experience was that I applied to veterinary school at Michigan State University three times to get accepted. And when I applied to veterinary school, you just picked the schools you wanted to go to, and those are the ones you applied to. There wasn't this general application process that we have now. So Michigan State was my school because I was from Michigan, and that was the only opportunity that I had. The first time I got an interview, and then I got, as my daughter calls it, a PFO letter. And if you don't know what that means, just think about it for a second. The second time, I was on the alternate list. And then the third time, I was accepted. And I can tell you from my own experience that I was devastated both times that I got rejected. Even as an alternate, I knew that unless someone dropped out, that I wasn't going to be able to get into veterinary school that year. It was tough, for sure. And when you have a big goal or dream, like I had to be a veterinarian, it sucks when you're prevented from that dream. I felt big, awful feelings each time, but somehow I overcame it and tried again. And each time I tried again, I grew and I got more experienced and I was probably a better student and a better candidate when I actually did get in than if I had gotten it on my first try. But in that moment, when you get rejected, you can't see beyond that. You can't see into the future and know that eventually you will get in and eventually you will become a veterinarian. So these things happen to all of us. And that's why this podcast was so important to me. If you are currently a practicing veterinarian, you know that there's many opportunities to fail, right? As a hospital owner and a veterinarian for years, I know them well. It's baked into the cake when you're practicing, and that's why they call it practice, which everyone says, right? I have had some really bad experiences, but I've been fortunate that those big failures experienced up front in my life and those, you know, not getting into veterinary school, some of the things that happened to me helped me get stronger and helped me to recover from each failure that I had while practicing. So knowing how to deal with failure in a healthy way and picking yourself back up to try again is a skill that we can all develop. It's a mindset and partially stubborn determination, part emotional maturity, or even emotional intelligence. Okay, so the first thought that I want to offer you is that everyone fails. Even the most successful people have stories of failure that brought them to the top. And if you're a human, you will fail at something, probably over and over again, which sounds kind of discouraging, right? But it's the truth. So let's assume, for the sake of argument, that we've all experienced failures and we're going to experience more. So I wanted to come up with some ways to talk about today to help you pick yourself up after failure. And so that's what I wanna go through. So the first one that I would offer you 
is to accept those negative emotions. Embrace them. Failure comes with this basket full of bad emotions, right? Embarrassment, anger, sadness, shame, and sometimes even shock. I've been shocked sometimes when bad things happen in my workplace. And we don't like those feelings. They're very uncomfortable. There was a 2017 study published in the Journal of Behavioral Decision Making that says you shouldn't try to slough off feelings of negativity or bad feelings after you failed. Researchers discovered that thinking about those emotions rather than the failure itself is the most helpful. So allowing bad feelings can be motivating if you accept them. If you sit in sadness for a while and give yourself some time, that will help you. Talk about them, verbalize them. Those emotions that you have, you have for a reason. So don't fight them. When you say things like, this stinks, or I'm so sad that this happened, it allows those emotions to just be. It's not you, it's the emotions that we're talking about. So go ahead and indulge in those emotions for a while. Try not to reduce the emotional pain by pushing it away. Saying things like, I really didn't want to be a vet anyway, or that test was so stupid, it's not fair. Those things push off the responsibility from yourself and they don't allow you to feel the emotions. They feel better in the moment, but accepting negative emotions that you're experiencing is more important. Processing those emotions. Also, don't try to stuff yourself with things to cover up your emotions, like eating a dozen donuts or drinking a bottle of wine. That doesn't help either. It'll give you some temporary relief when you try to stuff your feelings with something that feels better. But that feeling of disappointment, if felt all the way through, will allow you to move on. So you really want to try to be okay with feeling those emotions. The other thing is, if you have beliefs about failure that are irrational, then acknowledge them. Maybe you think that failure makes you unworthy of success, or that you're not veterinary material, or you're not good enough. If you think you'll never succeed because of this failure, you're preventing yourself from bouncing back and trying again. Your fear of failure or your fear of future failures will be there and you'll have to expend some time and energy to process your thoughts about your past failures, but failure never makes you unworthy. Never. And failure never means that you'll not succeed on the next go-round maybe two go-rounds like I had to do in when I was applying to veterinary school. I had to fail a couple of times to eventually get in. So help yourself to adapt some more healthy coping skills. Call your best friend and cry. That's okay. Call your parents and cry or express all those emotions. Take a long walk by yourself and think it through. Play with your pets, your dogs or your cats or your children. Get some real exercise. There's so many ways to help you deal with emotional pain. So find the things that help you. I like to ride my bike. I like to dance or um, now I've discovered pickleball, which is really fun. And so I also, I also like to watch TV. 
So watching a funny show sometimes on Netflix or something like that will help cheer me up, but you just have to take care that you don't spend all your time doing that. Then you start using it as a kind of a covering up mechanism, right? Don't binge watch for days. Don't hide from those emotions. Use these coping skills, the healthy ones, to help you process. Because anything that we use to make ourselves feel better can be abused. So be sure that whatever you do to cope is healthy for you. And you're not then and you are spending time processing. You're not spending time hiding from those emotions. Even you can indulge, overindulge in calling friends, you know. You can get to the point where your friends get sick of hearing from you because they don't want to hear all those negative emotions. So use your coping skills in a healthy way. And then try to develop some realistic thoughts about this particular failure. There have been studies that show that people who look for lessons in the failures or people that look for more positive thoughts will be more resilient when facing challenges. Challenges. When you begin to think that things are hopeless or that you yourself are incapable of success, choose some alternative thoughts. So I was thinking about this and you could try to think something like this failure is a sign that I'm doing something challenging and worthwhile. Because if you're like me, you know that the harder things that you try, the more failures failures you'll experience. Um, Any big challenge that I've had in my life, I've had to push through a lot of failure. So remember that. It's a sign that you're doing something worthwhile. Another thought that you could try to adopt is, I've overcome challenges before and I can handle setbacks. Because you're strong. We are strong people. We're smart people. So you can handle this. Another one might be, I will learn from this failure and try something different the next time I attempt this. Whatever this is that you failed at. And another one I like is reminding yourself of your capabilities. So you could think something like, I'm smart, I'm strong, I have a capacity to succeed. I love all those. And so, you know, one of the exercises that I do with some of my coaching clients is writing 25 reasons why I'm a rock star or why I'm awesome. So you could do something like that just to remind yourself that you have all these great capabilities and all these great talents that you will use to overcome this failure. So when you begin to try to change your thoughts about a very severe disappointment, like not getting into the college that you want, remember that your negative brain will try very hard to keep you feeling sad and miserable. Your brain doesn't want to feel better because that means that you may risk failing again. Remember that part of our primitive brain is there to keep us safe. So keep working on changing the narrative and with time, those positive thoughts will start to stick and they'll start to overcome all the negativity that this failure has brought into your primitive brain. You never have to feel good about failing. That's not a requirement. You may always think that it sucked, but in the future, when you look back on some of these experiences, they will be a distant memory and they won't hurt as much. When I didn't get into veterinary school the first time, I thought my life was over and it was the end. I was so hurt and discouraged. 
But fast forward to my life now, and I wouldn't change a thing. It happened just the way it was supposed to. On some level, that big failure taught me how to handle the many other failures that I would experience in my life. It made me more resilient. And the same thing will happen to you. Another thing that I read about as I researched this podcast, and I didn't really think of myself, but it's a great point, is take responsibility for the failure. It sounds a little harsh, but you have to be accountable. You can't always blame other people. Many things that you feel are failures are not really 100% your fault, and sometimes it's just the luck of the draw, right? It's subjective. The fact that you didn't get into veterinary school this time doesn't mean that you're a bad candidate. It just means that there were other candidates that might have tried three or four times to get in, or they were a little bit more prepared than you were. You don't always have control of things that happen in your life. If there's an anesthetic death or a vaccine reaction, you don't have control of that. Or maybe you didn't get into veterinary school because the applicant pool was especially large or talented. But you do need to take responsibility for the things that you might be able to learn from and change for the next go around. Try not to indulge in excuses. Taking responsibility for your own failures will help you process the emotion, and then pick yourself up and move on. And when I read about that, I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely true. And then another thing that you can do is make a list of the lessons that you might learn from this experience. Not getting what you want when you want it is a lesson in patience. And Lord knows that I need more patience. I'm not a patient person, as I've expressed to you before. And that's one of the lessons that I learn often. Maybe you can change the way you study if you didn't do well on a test. Maybe the only lesson you need to learn in a given situation is that you can live through it, that you can live through anything. You're strong and resilient. Sometimes that's the only lesson to learn. So even when the situation is really awful, like getting a board complaint or something like that, just remember that the lesson might not be anything that you're going to love to learn. But just being resilient is part of the deal. So visualize it like this. And and this is something that I read somewhere. Visualize it like a flight of stairs with all your failures as steps that are going up to your goal. I think it might have been from a book that I read, uh, maybe John Maxwell. But he had a picture of a staircase. And on the staircase were listed all his failures. So if you can think of each failure as a stepping stone, getting you to where you want to be, it will help you process. Thomas Edison famously failed to make the light bulb 999 times, or so the myth goes, but he was successful on the thousandth attempt. It's possible that he invented that story to show how persistence played a big role in his success, but anyway, he experienced many, many failures before that light bulb was invented. So if you can remember that all these people that have huge success once failed, it's going to help you. Once you've failed, you have experienced all your emotions and worked to learn the lessons that you need to learn. Then it's time to make a plan to pick yourself up and move forward. This plan needs to be free of shame, free of thoughts of self-doubt or unworthiness. 
This plan must include facing your fears to fail again. This is something that we do every day in practice. We see a similar case to one that failed previously and we feel fear. This will require you to step out of your comfort zone and move into the next experience with fear, taking that fear along with you. It will be there no matter what you do. So don't expect that picking yourself up will be easy. The more devastating the failure, the more difficult it will be. But just press on and take one small step at a time, and that will help you work through it. And let me tell you one last thing. You're not alone. Again, every successful person you meet can tell you many stories of failure. I applied to veterinary school three times. I got fired from my first job, and you can read about all of that in my book. But suffice it to say that if you ask anyone that you admire or anyone that you look up to, if they are honest with you, they will share the failures that got them to where they are today. Failures that they endured to get them to the top. The only people that don't quit get to the top. So if you're thinking of quitting, you'll never know what you're capable of. And that is the truth. So believe me, as someone that's been around maybe a little bit longer than you, that that's how life works. Okay, as on most of my podcast, I have a couple of quotes for you to wrap this up. And the one, the first one is from Robert F. Kennedy. And it says, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Veterinarians have an opportunity every day to fear to fail greatly. And so that quote, I, I really love. And the second one that I have for you is from C.S. Lewis. And it says, failures are finger posts on the road to achievement. Both of those quotes are exactly why I wanted to reach out to you today. So if you're working through a failure this week or any time in your life, if one of them is still hanging on in your brain, and it will, believe me, you're your little chihuahua brain will always hang on to every big failure that you've had. You'll remember them in detail. That's what your brain does. It wants to keep you safe. But if you're struggling, please reach out to someone to help. You can talk to me by email or on my website. Find a coach or a therapist. Talk to someone that you admire and ask them about their failure story. Just don't beat yourself up for too long. Remember to take care of yourself physically and emotionally and try, try again. You will win. Believe me. <laughs> so reach out to me by email, jacapeldvm at gmail.com. Go to my website, theveterinarylifecoach.com or juliecapel.com. will get you there. You can also... Um, sign up for my Wednesday Weekly Words. If you don't want to talk to me, you can read some of uh, my things there that may help you. But just please don't suffer in silence. Know that we're all in community around these things that are happening to you right now and that there's so, so many people in veterinary medicine that would love to help you. So whether you're a veterinarian, whether you're not a veterinarian, whether you work in vet med or not, it doesn't matter. We're all in this one big family of humans that have to experience failure in order to succeed. So 
don't quit, reach out for help. Those are my messages for you today. And if there's anything that you just want to talk about, I would be happy to help. And have a beautiful week. Bye.